Before we get started with today's show, I want to tell you guys about betonline.ag. BetOnline has you covered with all the pro and college football action throughout the month of November. You can use our promo code BLEAV. That's B-L-E-A-V to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the link in the description to this episode. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, everybody. However and whenever it is you may be listening, thank you for stopping into another fantabulous episode of Wired Up. This is Wired Up episode number 128 here on the Take It Easy podcast been a while since we've had a wired up quite like this which is we're gonna watch overtime of Alabama and LSU live here on the take it easy podcast it's a watch party baby Alabama and LSU are going to overtime Alabama's season is on the line it has been a chaos game simultaneously we also have the Houston Astros getting ready to close out the World Series that's going to be a separate wired up here on this podcast feed wired up 129 will be about the Astros World Series right now they're in the eighth inning and it's four to one and Jordan Alvarez just delivered an awesome moment but this is Alabama LSU why because I happen to be sitting at home tonight it's the first Saturday in like three weeks that I've had a chance to sit down and watch sports at home and I decided why not just do something that we did a lot during the pandemic when every Saturday night was spent sitting at home watching sports and that is to throw on the microphones and do some live broadcasting that's not live because it's on a podcast and because of that we are allowed to disseminate some information to you Bryce Young just scrambled up the field for a first down on the first possession of overtime. Bryce Young had that amazing play that was like Patrick Mahomes-esque or Lamar Jackson-esque where he scored the originally go-ahead touchdown, then LSU scored a go-ahead touchdown, then you gave him a minute 47 and two timeouts to get into field goal range, and he was like, I only need one minute and zero timeouts to get into field goal range. I'm Bryce Young. I'm going to be a top pick in the NFL draft, and as long as I don't go to the Houston Texans, my NFL career is going to be absolutely amazing as he completes a pass out for six yards so he's inside the 10 right now it's tied 24 24 it's overtime bama lsu and kind of we're gonna mix in like big plays that happen with like analysis of the game because this is the season on the line this is like sec west semifinal the winner of this is gonna probably win the sec west bryce young takes the snap fires end zone oh almost picked off incomplete though third and four man they LSU's goal line defense has been pretty good tonight. I mean, Bryce Young had the one turnover that coulda, shoulda, woulda, like even if it turns into a field goal, because it was like third down, he was scrambling. He threw it behind the receiver. I think they were at like the six-yard line at that point, but Bryce Young ended up missing that play, and then that turned into a turnover, so they got zero instead of three, and 
you know, three would have been better than, or three would have been better than zero, but it wasn't six. But in the hindsight, it would have been enough to win the game. So, like, you take that away. LSU's had great goal line defense, and Alabama, you know, could have, should have, would have won the game right there. Bryce Young getting blitzed on third down. That's a dangerous play. Yep, yep, pass interference. Okay, so it's going to be first and goal. I mean, it's kind of what you do. Like, I learned this watching the Alabama-Tennessee game. What was that now, three weeks ago? That was the last time we did Wired Up was after Alabama and Tennessee is uh, having a a Wired Up situation. So that game was interesting because you just realize, like, okay, the best way to pressure Bryce Young is coming up the middle. And if you pressure Bryce Young up the middle, then one of the things that you do— Oh, was this a tip pass? No, I don't think so. Maybe it was, but I don't think so. Um, but anyways, like the way to to go after Bryce Young is to pressure up the middle instead of pressure from the edges um, because it messes with his accuracy. Because Bryce Young's like six foot one, I think, and Alabama's interior defensive line is a struggle. Let's see, does he tip it? Oh man, that is so freaking close. Oh my god, I can't even tell if he tipped that or not. <laughs> the ball doesn't like obviously change direction, but whew, that is a crazy play. But like the way to pressure Bryce Young is to go right up the middle and put pressure on him. And this is something that I learned watching the Tennessee game, and then I watched LSU do it tonight, and I was like, oh, that is relatively effective if he doesn't do the normal drop back on routine throws like plays where they've drawn up a short like uh, a stop and go or a slant or I think this one was a post on the third and goal where he gets interfered with uh, they were they were throwing it to Brooks but if you if you set up those plays you can actually put pressure on Bryce Young and then we see him do the like Patrick Mahomes type of plays where or I guess the one, the, the famous one, if you want to Google the Twitter clip of it, the, the touchdown right before overtime where he evades, I think, four tacklers and then has a guy wide open. It looks so much like that play Lamar Jackson had against Baker Mayfield in the pandemic year of 2020, that Monday night football game where he runs into the bathroom for allegedly going to use the bathroom. Trace McSorley ends up tearing his knee. He comes out and then Lamar Jackson comes back in and then has that amazing fourth down play with, um, I can't remember what, I think it was Hollywood Brown, but he has this amazing play where he evades all the defenders and the receiver gets open because it's impossible. The thing I'm always amazed with, and I say this about Alabama and Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes, is just third and 12 is a play that they can convert at the rate most teams convert third and five. And I'm always amazed by that. Alabama's had less of that this year because their offense has less star recruits. But like going back to the Tua days and the Mac Jones season where Mac Jones finished third on his own team in the Heisman Trophy voting because uh, Devonta Smith won it and then Najee Harris. Oh, they didn't call it tipped. Okay, so pass interference. But they had uh, Devonta Smith and Najee Harris. Like the last five years of Alabama football, like going back to the 2018 season where they lost to Clemson in the national championship until now I'm always amazed at their just ability to convert third and 12 like it's third and five the same way Kansas City does it and you know having that happen like it's impossible to guard these super athletes even if you also are a four and a half and five star corner like it's just impossible to guard people for eight 
to nine seconds on some of these plays, especially when you blitz and it's one-on-one coverage like Bryce Young had on that touchdown play and like happened, like what happened on the um, the third and four that we're watching in overtime where, yeah, they're, they're short in the goal line, so like you're, there's less field to cover, but they blitzed six people and it was just one-on-one coverage with Brooks. And of course, like there's an increased chance that you're going to interfere with the guy on that play when he's running a post up the field and you're in one-on-one coverage with a future I think second round pick more likely for him but like a future day one day two NFL prospect like that's just a really difficult situation to find yourself in okay Bama's gonna power run uh they are not gonna get it uh all right second and goal let's see they're gonna run it again Alabama is going to wow let's see weird formation uh they're gonna second and goal run it and uh, down short again Ooh, third and goal interesting interesting they tried to just power it in and LSU stopped them twice wow first time at the two yard line second time at the one yard line Ooh, great great job LSU that's a that's a big old defensive stand by them Oh my god, they just so they just show this, you know the camera angle with the sky view where everyone was saying like Mac Jones got interfered with with the Monday night game a couple weeks ago. I didn't watch the play, so I don't know exactly what happened there, but the sky view just showed the football at like the literal half yard line for Alabama. Oh, you got to run it again. Got to run it again. Got to run it again. Yeah, they are. Okay. And they got it. I was going to say, like, at a certain point, they're going to punch it in. If they get, they go from, it's like a half-life situation. They go from the two-yard line to the one-yard line to the half-yard line to punch it in. I mean, yeah, eventually they were going to have to put it in. Um, Yeah, Alabama's defense, not the greatest. It's 25 yards. We'll see what happens. LSU's offense, also not the greatest, but I think LSU's offense probably supersedes Alabama's defense this year because Alabama's defense, think about it this way, like Alabama, the reason they're not a tier two team is just because of the transfer portal. Like if it weren't for like Toa Toa coming in, Sacramento's own Toa Toa, uh, Henry Toa Toa, he's like, he grew up like 15 minutes from where I live right now. Um, if it wasn't for transfers like him, like Alabama's defense would be bad and they would be kind of in the same purgatory as Clemson. By the way, we'll probably talk about Clemson more on NFL Monday. Actually, we've got some time here. LOL, Clemson, you done fucked up real bad. Clemson, you... (laughs) This is the thing. Clemson as a Tier 2 program is a new thing. And that offense, like, it's so hard to stay relevant in college football. We're watching Alabama slowly but steadily become mortal and not like, oh, we're going to play in nine championships in 12 years and we're going to win six of them. Like... If you take away Alabama from the equation and you sort of take away Georgia, because Georgia is now in year like five or six of being in this elite group where they're now going to make the playoff every year, like you point to like what Clemson did for six years and winning two national championships, playing in five, I guess four, played in four championship games, won the championship, made the playoff six times in six years four national championship games, win the championship twice. Like, it's crazy how they were always a tier one team and just were able to replenish five-star prospects after five-star prospects. But it's kind of all falling apart. Oh, my God, Daniels. 
Oh, Jaden Daniels on the first play? Oh my god, I was just talking about how Alabama's defense was saved by transfer portal, guys. Oh my god, the first play? Gonna give up 25 yards on the first play of overtime? Oh my god. <laughs> Jeez, Jesus Christ. LSU, wow, okay. Wasn't even a super creative play call, it's just a, a regular RPO. Oh my god, they're going for two? Oh my god, LSU's going for two? Oh my god, this is awesome. Oh my gosh. Okay, they're just gonna try and win it right now. They're gonna they're they're like, we'll take one play. We'll take one play. We're already here for the SEC West title. Oh my god, this is awesome. I mean, I know they're gonna call timeout real quick. Oh my gosh, they're going up to snap. Oh my gosh, okay. Wow, one play. Okay, yeah, they did call timeout. I was gonna say I was gonna say if they had the they had the cojones to do it and not even call a timeout. Oh my lord. What a what a call that would be. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Okay, LSU's just going to try and win it right now. Wow. 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 Yeah, it was just a basic RPO and Jaden Daniels just had to like beat the 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 option man and then oh wow, even the running back gave him a block. I mean, not even a super creative play call, just just kind of like, oh, that's a push from behind, but still, that's a super great job by by LSU. Like, I mean, I guess just blocking, I guess. Like, it's just a basic RPO, and he went for 25 yards, and if it had been longer, he would have gone like 40 yards and scored that touchdown. Okay, wow, they're going to they're going to go for the win right now. One play for the SEC West Championship, most likely, assuming that LSU won't shit the bed the rest of the season. One play for the SEC Championship, LSU, two-point conversion, trying to get it done. What's going to happen? One play for the win. Daniels rolling. They ran the, tra- they ran the Renfro play. Oh, he got it. He got it. Oh my gosh, he scored. Oh my gosh, they ran the Renfro play. They beat Bama. Oh my goodness, they beat Bama. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, they beat Bama with the Renfro play. Oh, the same play from the national championship game. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, they beat Bama. What? Oh my, like, I, I, I know this isn't the best Bama team ever, but it's just always so weird to watch Alabama lose. Wow. They beat them with the Renfro play. They, they beat them with the same play from 2015. That was a crazy call. I mean, it wasn't crazy call, like it was a pretty straightforward play, but to, to have it be a direct roll to the right throw to the tight end man that was crazy all right let's do (laughs) blood week baby (laughs) you got number one number four number six all losing in the same weekend that's a blood week illinois lost to michigan state okay wow do we already know the playoff teams at this point let's see so george is going to be in Tennessee's going to be in no matter what at this point because assuming they're going to put two SEC teams in as long as like LSU wow LSU is going to go to the SEC championship unless 
I mean, unless they the LSU controls their own destiny to the SEC championship, that's kind of wild, man. LSU controls their own destiny to the SEC championship. So, like, assuming LSU is going to lose to to Georgia in the SEC title game, I mean, that would be just some bullshit if LSU beats Georgia in the SEC championship game. But assuming Georgia is going to beat up on LSU in the SEC championship, so then it would be Georgia, Tennessee are the only two SEC teams. Then you have winner of Ohio State, Michigan, and then you have TCU. Hey, TCU or Oregon. TC, the door is open for you, TCU and Oregon. I know both of you might lose at some point here, but as long as you win out, there is now a path for TCU or Oregon because we just wiped out Bama. Georgia, Tennessee, winner of Ohio State, Michigan are going to be in. LSU can't get in with three losses and no conference championship. I mean, the it's right there for you. Dang, it's right there. TCU and Oregon, it's right there for you. Georgia, Tennessee, Ohio State got three of the spots. We just wiped out Bama before we got to the SEC championship game. Wow. Wow. I can't believe it. I mean, I know Bama's not the greatest team this year, but like, wow, I can't believe that they they lost that game. I guess LSU won the game more than they did, but like, damn, that is crazy. That is crazy. LSU, man, great job, LSU, man. The cojones to go for it at the end, driving down the field 75 yards in two and a half minutes at the end of regulation. Jaden Daniels going 25 yards on a basic RPO play like I mean not basic like it's a it's not basic like it was they ran a basic play and LSU did or Alabama did poorly like nothing super spectacular about the call and just straight through man that's pretty cool that's pretty cool LSU again was picked sixth out of seventh in the in the preseason SEC polls uh Ed Orgeron was really doing some dumb shit over there wasn't he wasn't he he was doing some dumb shit over there at LSU okay wow LSU controls their destiny to the SEC championship I know they play Texas A&M but I assume they don't really have any other difficult games the rest of the year they got Arkansas UAB and Texas A&M that is that is a clear as day path to the college foot I mean uh, to the SEC championship game for LSU dang Dang, wow, look at the turning point here. Now the two best teams in the SEC are in the SEC East. That literally has not happened in my lifetime. I mean, at least my memorable lifetime, as far as I can recall. Like, maybe Florida during those national championship years, but that was 15 years ago. Usually the SEC West is the powerhouse. This time it's it's flipped up on them. Man, Saban is uh, Saban is defeated. Man, Georgia, Tennessee, or Tennessee. I mean, we kind of knew Tennessee was going to make the playoff, but I thought when we said Tennessee doesn't control their own destiny anymore, I thought it was going to be like, oh, they need Georgia to bail them out by beating Bama. Nope, LSU bailed them out already. Unless LSU beats Georgia in the SEC championship game, but like that shouldn't be a problem, right? Right? <laughs> Georgia should be eleven point favorites against LSU, right? 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 Probably probably right I assume Georgia will be if Georgia's eight point favorites at home against Tennessee on a neutral site that's not really that neutral because it's in Atlanta they gotta be 10 point favorites against LSU come SEC championship Tennessee should be good 
Tennessee should be the three seed. I'll say that. Tennessee should be the three seed. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. And TCU might get in. Our our group of five TCU. I know they're in the Big 12, but the Big 12 is a group of five. TCU has a chance. Bullshit Bo Nix has a chance. Uh, that one was more courtesy of Clemson, but taking out Alabama makes their path a little bit easier because they went from being seven and eight to being five and six. Now they just need one more team to lose. And hey, cool thing, Ohio State plays Michigan, so that's a guaranteed loss. TCU and Oregon, you go undefeated, one of you is going to get into the playoff. TCU gets first priority, but TCU also has a better chance of losing the rest of the way than Oregon. And that's pretty cool. Congratulations. Congratulations to TCU and Oregon and LSU for helping cement this blood week into the the life force of college football anyways that is our post game show people thank you for stopping in uh make sure to leave a five-star review wherever it is that you may be tuning into this podcast uh we really really appreciate all of you for stopping in here to this show um make sure to download uh drop a comment if you uh, so prefer um we really appreciate all of your continued support here on the show and uh, stay tuned for more episodes this week. Congratulations, LSU, for beating Alabama.